Everybody say way ho. Oh God. So. We gotta do the intro. We gotta do the thing. <laughs> Welcome to the Fearless Year podcast. Where we're dedicated to helping ourselves. And you along with us. Break our codependent relationship with fear. I am Dr. Rebecca Heiss. And I'm Nathan Robinson. Together we talk to experts about traits and skills and areas we hope to grow in as leaders of businesses, families, and communities. Skills and traits like creativity. The ability to confront. Empathy. And time management. Your Fearless Year is all about fearing less. And doing more. Let's dive in. Let's do it. Hey folks, welcome back to the Fearless Year. I'm Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. And today we have our second monthly wrap-up. So we've made, it, we've made it through the first two months of our first Fearless Year. Yeah, and we're focusing on moral compass this month. Mm -hmm. Lots of really great uh, advice, tips from setting expectations, ethics, and trust from our experts on the, you're just smiling at me in this really creepy way. That means shut up, back. No, I was just trying. Just dive into the content. Actually, I was trying not to break so that we could just keep going. Um, I had a thought in my head. I don't even remember what it was, but I was like, shut up, Nathan. Yes. <laughs> You know what? This is great. Just keep rolling. Let's keep going yeah. because that is perfect for setting expectations. Cool. Right? Uh, ethics was the first trait, actually. Okay. Well, let's roll with that then. Mm -hmm. All let's right. set the expectation that we are going to review the three traits in order. All right. Now that you've voiced that, yeah. I appreciate knowing it and I will roll with that. So ethics. Ethics. Chuck Gallagher, pretty uh, dynamic speaker. What Incredible. a story, right? Yeah. For sure. I mean. Yeah, that orange jumpsuit story. Man. I've seen him speak. He walks out in his orange jumpsuit. Oh, really? And it's immediately like, oh, Speaking of setting expectations, yeah. I'm going, I don't know that I want to listen to this guy talk yeah. about ethics, yeah. but yeah. who better? Or who's this clown? Like, why is he parading out here in, in this orange jumpsuit? Like, what's really going on? But no, it's actually, he was, he's a felon. Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> yeah, convicted, spent time in jail. Yeah. Um, and who better to speak to us on, on ethics and, mm -hmm. and the slippery slope, right? Because, right. you know, you meet Chuck, he's a dynamic dude and, mm -hmm. um, you know, has a very successful business and mm -hmm. has built his, his career back up. But mm -hmm. Man, as he described it, I was like, I can completely understand where you were. Right. You know, you're in this desperate situation. There's a need. Mm -hmm. There is a opportunity. Mm -hmm. And then it's just, okay, well, just this one time right. or just this, right. I, I, I'm going to pay it back. All positive intentions. Right. And then. And if you haven't gone back and listened to the episode on ethics yet, what we're referring to is a series of embezzlements um, where where Chuck, he started with a little, what was it, $2,000? Yeah, was the something first, like that to cover his know, mortgage. Exactly right. right. Yeah. Exactly right. It was, he had access to clients' funds. Yep. And so he, he pulled 2000 out. Just a little rearrangement. Paid it back once he was on his feet and he was able to justify that. And yep. one thing leads to another, leads to another. And he called us out a little bit and everyone in yeah. the sense that, hey, do you drive a car? Right. Do you drive in the highway? <laughs> you break the law, right? Um, and therefore, what does that mean? Right. And and unless you have a shared expectation, mm -hmm. right, of what it looks like to belong ethically in a community yeah. or a group or an organization, um, it's really difficult to, yeah. to know where that line is. So right. We didn't talk about this in the conversation, but I was in driver's ed as a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, you know, a highway patrolman came in and like showed us a slideshow of all these horrifically oh, named yeah. bodies. Oh, I remember you know, that. Awful. Yeah. It was horrible. But he said something else, so that stuck with me. But the other thing he <laughs> said was that um, when you're driving along, if you're on the highway, he said, just remember this, five, you're fine, nine, you're mine. Oh. Five over the speed limit, you're going with the flow of traffic, no big deal, you're fine. I think you're encouraging this this like need opportunity. I need to get there faster. Huh? Well well, I guess what I'm getting at is do the actual law enforcement officers what do they think of you That's going fight over? What's right. the what's the culture? And and it all comes back to this idea that ethics are 
not black and white. Ethics are context dependent and they are a sliding scale of gray. Yeah, I mean, we could get into some very philosophical debate right. here. And I think and I think it's important that we do, mm -hmm. right? Like as as a community, as a family, as, you know, groups of friends, sitting around and going, "Okay, if if I needed bread for right. my family, mm -hmm. What would, you, yeah. what, what would you do? Yeah. Um, there's this concept, actually, I, I learned from a speaker who was speaking at the American Museum of Natural History many years ago, and he talked about full belly conservation. Hmm. Now, it's really easy for Americans to go around and say, oh, we need to save this wetland, and you uh, can't cut yeah. down that tree. And, um, and he says, you know, I'm, I'm from sub-Saharan Africa, and if you tell me that this needs to be done and mm. it destroys some of the land, right. but it puts food in my child's yeah. belly... Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think just thinking outside of those contexts, um, it's really, it's, it's important to do, to put yourself yeah. into the situation and go, oh, yeah. huh, what would my moral compass point toward? Yeah. So go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. We talk a lot more about all these topics, but Rebecca, what are some of the takeaways that you pulled out from that conversation? What, what was something that you carry with you as a result of that? You know, I think the justification piece mm. is, is the biggest one for me because mm -hmm. I catch myself in it yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, Nathan, you have the great saying about the frontal lobe being the frontal excuse maker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Prefrontal pre excuse, excuse maker. maker, yeah. And it is so true. I I catch myself in daily little things mm -hmm. that, you know, I can excuse myself <laughs> for that because I didn't I yeah. didn't work out this morning. Oh, here's my justification. Why? And, and I yeah. have all these good mm -hmm. reasons. Mm -hmm. And um, just how much we justify our way through our lives and how yeah. easily we could justify some bigger things. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that, that I held from the conversation was empathy, right? Which is which is another of our topic. Have we gotten like, to empathy yet? Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. done empathy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew we did gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Gratitude, empathy. empathy yeah. Yep. Empathy, gratitude. Okay. Kindness. Yep. So empathy was one of the things that, that I held to, right? Empathy for yourself, but also for your past self. So one of the things I asked mm. Chuck was, like, what happens if I become sort of a more evolved creature <laughs> and I believe differently than I believed before? Yeah. And I look back on some of my actions or my thoughts or, or you know, and I, Ooh, it's cringy. What do I do with that tension? And it's to, to have empathy and say that person, that version of self mm -hmm. was hopefully doing the best he could with, with what he had in front of him. And uh, now you know better. So you do better. I think it's a, is that a Maya Angelou quote? It is. Do the very best you can until you know better and yeah. then do better. Right? When, yeah. yeah. When you know better, you do better. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the empathy to say, oh, okay, I don't have to like cancel my previous self. Right. I can cancel the, the specific actions, but now that I know better, I'm doing better. And now I think Chuck said, once the yeah. genie's out of the bottle, you can't put it back in. Yep. Right. Once you know better, you can't stuff that down. That's what you have a responsibility to. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with the, some of the bias training that I do. Mm. You know, you can justify, I'm not biased, I'm not biased. And then you pull a genie out of the bottle by showing, like taking the implicit associations test, right. for example, right. and going, oh. oh, I did that. Yeah. And then it's yeah. too real to yeah. put away. Like when you're mean to Siri and it reveals your sexism oh and your, uh, oh. your self-loathing. Yes. Can, your, we, can we uh, have yeah, this quick conversation? Against, uh, females. Can we have this quick conversation? Yeah, sure. Because I think it's an important one. So I, I revealed the other day, this is a little bit embarrassing. I'm not always nice to Siri because mm -hmm. she's not really nice to me. Mm -hmm. I ask her to do things all the time. Okay. Indentured servant. I get it. Yeah. Um, but I'm asking you, hey, Siri. Nope. See how she didn't come on Nothing. there? So, but I get in this debate all the time because my partner asks her to do things and yeah. boom, she right. just responds. So anyway, I was being kind of mean to Siri and my little robot. No, what you said going, was oh, I yell at and abuse Siri all the time. Okay. <laughs> so 
Again, here, here I am justifying. Nathan's going to tell me the truth. The genie's out of the bottle. I will acknowledge that's probably exactly what I do. Um, and his comment was. So I said, I said, I, I hear you. I get it. But for me, I don't speak negatively towards Alexa or Siri or whatnot because I'm very sensitive to the idea of, oh, what have all the men in tech industry, what gender have they created our, our personal assistants to Your be? Your helper. I and hate then, that. Exactly. I do. And then when we are frustrated, how do we easy, how easily do we justify verbal violence mm -hmm. or, or antagonism or abuse towards these quote unquote inanimate right. assistants that but who we, have female names? Exactly. They have female names and they have female affect. Mm -hmm. And therefore, our brain doesn't know that we're talking to a machine. Our brain knows that we are speaking frustration baldly to a, a female entity. So called out. <laughs> I'm now like, Siri, I'm so sorry. Thank you for listening to me. I'm going to raise yeah. you up. Let's go, woman. Yeah. Here we go. So uh, where are we? We're going next to trust. Trust. Mm -hmm. Super. So Todd Duncan, inc incredible. Golly. Like, I want him to be like my mentor and like uncle slash best friend. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I mean, and the story that he told about the cab driver has stuck with me. Yeah. Or the Uber driver or yeah. whoever. Mm -hmm. um, I have repeated that story to 16 people at mm -hmm. this point because it is so powerful. Um, in case you missed it, he talks about this Uber driver who is, you know, wanting to lose weight. Yeah. And Todd holds him accountable and just mm -hmm. says, look, I will continue to call you every mm -hmm. single day until the number goes back yeah. up. Right. Yeah. As long as you're moving, moving it incrementally down mm -hmm. by 0.1 pound, 0.1 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's high trust, mm -hmm. right? I'm I'm showing up for you. I'm here repeatedly every single day, moving the needle. Um, that was that was really powerful. For me. Yeah, and so going back to the the definition, uh, Todd defines trust as repeated truth. Mm. Repeated truth, and I think of all the interviews we've had, that's my favorite concise definition of the the topic at hand. Trust is repeated truth. When you show up with your truth over and over and over again. One of the, the reasons that I love that definition so much is I think it defines so many of the qualities we've actually talked about. Mm -hmm. Repeated truth is kindness. Mm -hmm. Repeated truth is empathy. Repeated mm -hmm. truth is, show, like, is showing up as you are. You don't have to have this big wave of kindness. It's just showing up repeatedly. Yeah. I'm going to oversimplify, yeah. but truth becomes self-evident, right? And I, and I get it. Like there, there are sociopaths and there's learned <laughs> behavior. Like you can deceive it's possible and it can feel like truth, but broadly speaking, yeah, yeah. truth is self-evident. When you show up for the right reasons with the right people the right over intention. and over and over again, yeah. they can trust that aspect about you. Yeah. We tend to think about trust as a contract. Oh, I will trust you. I'm going to sign this. Go ahead. Right. Yep. It's more of building over time the repetition of truth over the and over The relationship. Again. Yeah. Adding value. That was that was one of my biggest yeah. takeaways was like add value. Just mm -hmm. add value. Yeah. Add value. Add value. Yeah. And at some point, and with no expectation, mm -hmm. that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Like no expectation of return. Mm -hmm. Just this is what I can offer. This is what I can offer. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's building trust. That's building the relationship. Yeah. And um, again, you know, I know. Eventually, I'll stop saying this. Go back and listen, right? But <laughs> but the fact is, you know, Todd has built his career in the mortgage industry, and also, you know, coaching, coaching, and, and 
but in the context of sales, mm -hmm. right? So his big conference is the Sales Mastery Conference, which you were able to speak at in uh, 20, 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but it's applicable, really, again, the more you talk to him, it's like, oh, this is everywhere. This is yeah. marriage. This is in Every personal relationship. relationships. This is in business, all of these things. Uh, and he talked about not that it's a novel concept, but right, trust, we know this. It takes a lifetime or uh, the span of, of the entire relationship to build, and then it can be lost in a few moments. But at the same time, look back at Chuck yeah. and look at his like his felony. And, and then he showed up and repeated his truth and his integrity over and over. And he's built his career back up. There's, yeah, it's a great there's, example. Yeah. 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 There's hope, right? Like, yes, you can destroy your reputation yeah. like that. You can destroy years yeah. of relationship building and yeah. keep yeah. showing up. So if you're in a place of mistrust or you're, you're either the victim or the perpetrator of mistrust, know that today... You can show up with truth and then repeat that truth and repeat it again and again. I love the idea of, um, you know, where would I be five years ago or five years from now if mm -hmm. I'd started today? Mm -hmm. You know, if I just started that little bit, that little bit, that yeah. extra walk, that extra 10 yeah. minutes. For me, that's a little bit of a head trap mm. because I think about, oh, oh, if I had only started five years ago, where would I be now? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have started five right. years ago. I know the punchline is, okay, then start today. Mm. What's, uh, it's like, what's the, um, what's the best time to plant a tree? Five years ago. Or today. Yep. I 100% hear you on that mm -hmm. because I will get caught in that head trash all day long. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing it now. Like, why didn't we start this podcast right. five years ago? Right, right. And... Great. It started. Start a little, right? Yep. Let's let's move the momentum. Keep adding trust. Keep adding great conversations, and see where we are five yeah. years from now. Yeah. So the third topic from this month was setting expectations. What did you? What What's your takeaway? What'd you get? Um, a lot. Mm -hmm. But again, setting expectations in relationships, in work, mm -hmm. but even for yourself. Sure. So when we asked David about his going back to his eight year old self, I really loved his answer. He yeah. said. Um, it's okay to set that expectation. It's okay, mm. it's okay to have that expectation yeah. of yourself and voice it. Yeah. And that to me, like it's so simple, right? But yes, it's okay to have that expectation and you need to voice it. It relies on you putting it out into the world yeah. because otherwise there's going to be constant miscommunication. Like as he uses example, did I tell my assistant to do this or did I just assume yeah. that she was going to do that or he was going to do that? Hmm. And, um, and it didn't happen and now I'm frustrated and I'm angry or wait, that's on me. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't look in the mirror and set that expectation first and foremost. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, that, that's really good. And I had, um, that's one of the reasons I love these wrap up conversations is you remember different stuff. Um, mm -hmm. in the moment that was so powerful and I had totally forgotten about it. Yeah. To your eight year old self, to your inner child and to your actual kids, right? Yeah. I've got a, a bunch of those, uh, communicate this truth, your expectation like you having an expectation is legitimate you're it's valid your your expectation is valid and your responsibility to then communicate that is the only way you you function in the world because right. otherwise you'll just you know you'll <laughs> you'll be constantly disappointed exactly right yeah. <laughs> and then you know that can lead to resentment or frustration or low self self-esteem and, and whatnot and now here's the thing you're allowed to have the expectation Ooh. But when you share it out, like it may not be a great expectation, right? right? It, but you get it out into the world and then it is able to interact with other people and their expectations. And then you adjust as needed. And that's where the relationship um, comes in. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the check-in, right? If you yeah. don't, if you don't voice it, I think you're setting up that, that 
<laughs> that expectation. Yeah. You're setting the expectation to be disappointed right? because the outcome is so powerful and you haven't shared it. Right. So there's no guidance in adjusting, you know, right. the whole, um, oh gosh, I'm gonna get this wrong, but like you put, you take off from California mm-hmm. and you adjust the plane by 1% yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, it is yeah, and you yeah, end yeah. up yeah. in the North. Like Pole. one degree off of the trajectory on, on start will put you miles apart, right. you know, in a couple and, hours. And that's the yeah. whole idea with sharing expectations, right? right? If, if I'm just keeping it inside, I, of course I'm going to be right. all over the place, right. but if yeah. we can adjust and voice. All yep. right. so one of fine. the, one of the executives, uh, so he does coaching with, with executives and teams and whatnot. And he said, there's, there's, um, one guy where he's like, well, I, I have this expectation and they're not meeting it or whatnot. And he's like, well, did you tell them? And he's like, do I have to, do I have to say it? And he's like, yes, 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 yes you have to say it. And then, so for, so takeaway, yes, you have to say it. Um, but the other one was this CEO who, you know, unfortunately, um, ended up losing his job. Right. Um, because, and one of the statements he said was, um, well, I, you know, I met with the team, I did this and that, I couldn't have been more clear. Mm. And I thought that was so powerful because in that moment, in, in that skill level, he was exactly right. Yep. He didn't have the internal capacity, wherewithal and leadership to have been more clear. He thought he was saying, I was very clear. Right. What he was actually <laughs> saying is, I don't have the skills. Exactly right. I couldn't communicate on a different, any different level than I already was. Right, right. And that's, that is really sad. Yeah, yeah. It's sad, but also, and you know, uh, David made the point to say this executive, he was let go, but he handled it well. Right. And of course, I don't know what he's doing now, but he, he learned from it. And that's the key, right? Learn, there it is. Learn from the expectations and then do better. You yep. know better, you do better. Know better, do better. Love it. It was a great month. Yeah. My moral compass has been slightly adjusted, yes. which makes me on a whole new trajectory. Um, do you adjust the compass or do you just like turn yourself? You're help, not helping the analogy. <laughs> this is, if we can justify for a second. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. no, it's a good point yeah. because you're not adjusting the compass. You're adjusting yourself. Yeah. Much more powerful. Yeah. I like it. We'll go cool. with that. Hey, folks, thank you so much for tuning in this month. We've got an incredible month coming up as usual next month and can't wait to see you there. See you then. You already know The Fearless Year is a podcast, but it's also a community of people looking to live more fearless lives just like you. The Fearless Year pod course is an on-demand resource built around our biggest learnings from the topics covered on the podcast. Each chapter includes additional tools, commentary, downloads, and prompts to further your own fearless journey. You'll also get free access to the Acuity 360-degree self-awareness app on iOS or Android. Finally, subscribing to the pod course also means that every month you will get a hard copy fearless bullet journal in your physical mailbox. This bullet journal has one month of planning pages to chart your day, do personal reflections, respond to challenges from the fearless year, chart your personal growth, and customize it to fit your productivity style. Check out all the levels and details at myfearlessyear.com. Again, check it out at myfearlessyear.com.